0: Hello everyone, welcome to FreightWave's Global Supply Chain Week. My name is Fab Brasca, I'm a Group Vice President uh, here at Blue Yonder focused on supply chain execution and I'm joined by, by two veterans, fellow veterans of supply chain, uh, Gary Berger, who's the President of Berger Business, Consul- Berger Business Consulting and Pat Jones, uh, who's a Director of Supply Chain Execution uh, at Blue Yonder. Guys, welcome. Great to be here, Fab. Excellent, and what we're gonna do, uh, I'm gonna have the guys just introduce themselves a little bit, but first, what we're gonna do is have a a little bit of a a fireside chat today, and we're gonna focus on the topic of overcoming silos in the digital value chain journey. So Gary, why don't you start? Give us a little bit of of your background. Yeah, thanks, Fab. So,
1: um, you know, as you mentioned, I I, uh, now have my own uh, private uh, consulting practice. Been doing that for about three years. Prior to that, about thirty years with uh, PepsiCo. Worked uh, primarily in the Frito Lay division, but um, you know, also worked uh, across PepsiCo and uh, was in charge of uh, global supply chain as well as uh, global digital transformation uh, work across across all of PepsiCo. So uh, glad to be here. Glad to support the the, the chat. Excellent,
2: Pat. Hey, Fab. Yeah, Pat Jones. I'm uh, fairly new to Blue Yonder. I joined in August of last year. Uh, Prior to that, I spent 13 years with PepsiCo in the supply chain area with Gary, and uh, we worked on many projects together. Um, Most of my time there was spent in the uh, global logistics, um, technologies, and strategy area. So we were rolling out transportation management, warehouse solutions globally, uh, and driving a lot of value in the supply chain.
0: Great to be here. Gray, Well, welcome to both of you, gentlemen, and, and just for the audience, um, you know, I've been in the the supply chain space for uh, almost 30 years, primarily in supply chain execution space, and a lot of it here actually with Blue Yonder, just traveling around the world, um, you know, working with a lot of our major customers on their transformation journey, and so it's a real topical, you know, uh, important topic that we want to want to discuss and. I'm glad to be joined by my fellow veterans here, and I, I think we can we'll be able to shed some interesting interesting light on on the topic for everyone. So let me start with this first question, and I'll throw this out to you, Pat, first, and then maybe Gary, you can comment. We frequently hear about the term digital transformation, but what should digital transformation really mean to leaders in today's business world?
2: Yeah, that is, that, that's a great question because I think everybody might have a different answer. I think. Um, the important thing is it's got to be more than a project mentality. It's not a technology project. Um, I think the the important thing is that you've got to be willing to look ground up at every aspect of operations and organization. So it's not a IT-driven initiative. It's got to be a business-led, P&L-driven bottoms-up approach uh, using technology as the enabler, but not as the, the primary driver of, of the work. And, and to me, that's the key is it's different than digitization, which is simply putting in systems and digitizing your base. You've got to have that platform, that foundation, but to do transformation, you've got to then figure out how are you going to use it to do different, your business differently and not repeat what you've been doing before, but faster and with, with digital tech capabilities. You know, for, for many years now, we've been hearing this
1: term, you know, digital transformation and it's easy to, to kick around that term and to not really kind of take a step back and understand what it what that really means. And if you think about, you know, transformation, it is all about doing something, you know, different, I would argue, very different, you're transforming, right, so it should look different. And, um, you know, digitizing, there are many ways to digitize your, your business. And I would say that you know, every company has to look at first kind of what their true mission, vision, goals, strategic plan is and understand, okay, where is the biggest value in, in you know, working a, a digital solution? Uh, Pat mentioned that, you know, it's not just a, a technology uh, platform, but it's also, you um, you know about the business process and and that needs to be transformed. It's about transforming your people capabilities, right? Because you've got to have the organization to not only lead a, 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 a transformation initiative, but also to be there to run the this transformation and run the the digital solution uh, when the when the project is done. And. Um, yeah, you know, I would tell you that you know from what I've seen, many companies, and I would say most good companies, have already done a really good job of, of optimizing kind of within their functional boundaries. Uh, but you know where digital transformation is really kind of the sweet spot is to optimize beyond what those natural boundaries are. Uh, you know that that is across the entire supply chain. It's even beyond supply chain and into all their functional areas. And even, you know, within outside the, the companies, other companies, either upstream or downstream from the company. So it's really kind of about, uh, you know, taking a whole different approach and a whole different view as to, you know, uh, how, to, how to operate and how to run the business.
0: Yeah, I think those are important points. I was going to add that, you know, as someone who's been on the technology side for most of his career, you know, I've always been always pointed out to customers that they do need to engage in in understanding changes and processes and people, not just the technology itself and and really looking to transform as opposed to just replicating. But I think in today's age, especially with the acceleration of capabilities that are out there when you start talking about things like machine learning and data ingestion and just the art of the possible, I, I think it's, it's even more important that, that companies think outside of what they, they currently know and, and think about what, what they could be doing. Um, so, it's, I mean, it, in my mind, it's, it's an incredibly exciting time in, in that regard. Gary, let me throw this one at you. It, you know, what are the key steps a company needs to take prior to beginning a transformation journey? You know,
1: I think that the, the very first thing that, that the company needs to wrap their their mind around is you know making sure they've got a relentless focus on, on driving the business value uh, associated with that particular digital transformation. I mentioned that first because it's so easy to get a project approved and to mobilize a team and to start working against you know a project plan and almost get lost as to, okay, what what is that true business value that we're we're off to go do? And with any transformation project, historically from what I've seen, these are more complicated, more complex initiatives. And we need to make sure that the project team is set up so that there's not a, a quick end date to okay when is the project supposed to be complete and then kind of disband the project pack up i think that the project team needs to stay focused beyond the implementation to make sure that we really are driving kind of that business value from an end-to-end standpoint Um, likewise it's also very important to understand what those organizational capabilities are both within Kind of the program itself, but also from a from a from a capability to sustain uh, the solution. Um, you know, it's also a, a critical aspect of it. I think that um, you know there is probably a, 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 a an incorrect belief that the more that you digitize and and automate uh, a solution, the less you need. Uh, human interaction and humans to uh, technicians and and team members to to kind of really know how the solution works and and I've always seen the opposite. You actually have to have people have a a deeper understanding of the supply chain of the solutions in order for you for them to to really leverage it. You know to its fullest intent. Um, the final thing I'd I'd add is that I've always found that there are some foundational requirements that are needed uh, prior to like launching an initiative. Uh, Pat and myself have have some examples of of this specifically from a PepsiCo standpoint. But, you know, it's really about, you know, what are those those foundational elements that need to be put in place and need to be very robust in order for you to lay kind of a digital transformation initiative on top of that. That can be, you know, technology, speed, capability, um, capacities, it can be change management, uh, leadership capabilities. It can be a, a numerous things, and it's different for every business, but realize that it's important to identify what those foundational requirements are and start working on those things, you know, immediately. Because um, you know, there's too many times that we've seen you, you, you implement something on something you know, on, on a solution or, 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 or ability that isn't the foundation isn't there, and uh, you end up you know having to do a rework and that sort of thing. So really understanding kind of what that foundation is and understanding what the requirements are, and being true to yourself as and the organization as to, okay, what's the real work that needs to take place is is very important.
2: The only thing I'd add to that, and Gary brought it up, and I think it's a key point, is the value has to be front and center. And not only the value known to the group that's doing the work or starting the work, but the entire organization has to understand why they're going after it, or you're going to lose traction. You're going to lose the fringes, and the the people that aren't involved directly are not going to understand what this is all about, and they're going to lose interest. Or perhaps pull against it. So I think that's a key point that Gary brought up: is that value proposition has to be shared around the organization. Even if you're not directly part of it, you got to be rolling in the same direction, uh, or else you're gonna you're you're gonna lose that momentum.
0: I was gonna ask you about you know we were talking earlier about you know the the aspect of, of focusing on the on the transformation, right? And and organizations thinking outside the box and not just replicating, you know, what they have. So, you know, how do you recommend organizations balance um, between the aspirational and the achievable?
2: Yeah, and and that, you know, another point Gary raised is understanding the foundational elements and the, the reference he made. At PepsiCo, I think we had invested over years in some of the best of breed solutions across the supply chain. We had the best planning solutions, the best warehouse solutions, transportation solutions. But you've got to look at how does that foundation, how is it weave together and is it ready for that transformation? Because it turned out even with all those investments and they were good investments and we had best people in each role, you still had the silos that had to be dealt with and managed. So all those investments, it wasn't, they weren't, they were great investments, but when it came time for transformation, you had to really take a hard look and know where you were. In order to get to that aspirational goal, you had to start with some basics and start winding, unwinding a few pieces and start rebuilding a few of those pieces that hadn't been necessarily done correctly or done with the long term transformation vision. So I think that's the key is start know where you are uh, and be realistic about where you're beginning. So those aspirational goals should stay there. That's your vision. That's your mission. But your, your shorter term goals and the achievable goals keep. Building you towards that. And they're achievable because you started with right where you a realistic picture of where you're beginning. And and I think the measuring and measuring and measuring is the key is to show that progress. So you can keep showing to your hey, this is we're in this for the long haul, but we're making wins and those wins are measurable and we're tracking to them. And that's how you're going to keep the momentum going. Yeah, Pat, I I think that
1: um, let me add a couple of things to that. I think that you you mentioned kind of you know, figuring out what your wins are gonna be early on. I think, you know, defining your priorities, your sequence, your roadmap, and then realizing it's very important for the organization to see that you, you, you get quick wins, right? So um, make the transformation in, in bite-sized pieces and make sure that you can get some wins under your belt that does a couple things it certainly rallies support you've you know i identified an imperative for change and you the organization can start to see that you're on that 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 journey that transformation the other thing that it does and very important is that you want it to be you know we always talked about this uh, you know in our previous careers is you know being self-funding right you want to start up an initiative and get some productivity and some, some, um, you know, cash flow, positive cash flow. So you can reinvest that in future digital transformation, uh, initiatives. So, you know, have kind of this self-funding, you know, early wins, I think is, is, is very important as well.
0: Yeah, no, that's good feedback. And, and maybe I'm going to, I'm going to throw, throw an ad lib one uh, uh, at you you know, my experience is in a lot of times, again, coming from the technology world, you know, customers are so eager to, you know, minimize cost of a project and really kind of cram everything all in at once. And a lot of times it, it, they're they're a little reticent to do exactly what you laid out because they want to get at, you know, this, this theoretical end state of a project rather than then framing it out. I mean how have you guys have de- how have you guys dealt with that in the past?
1: The first thing you have to start out with in the very beginning is and I mentioned, you know, what is the mission vision, strategic plan. You definitely want, you know, your executive team to be, you know, very much, you know, not on, not just on board, but very engaged in the initiative. And they need to really understand, you know, you know what kind of risks are are you know are they willing to 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 take on and what kind of um, value equation are they are they looking at and you know bring them into the into the whole you know project um, you know discussion from an, a from a steering committee uh, standpoint. I think that that's very important when you're working on any kind of big change to the, to the organization, uh, because um, it's it's no longer you know disassociated from a, a project team, but you know kind of working together uh, in kind of a common goal and working against that. So that yeah, I mean, there's always trade offs that you have to make. There's there's decisions that you have to make around. You know, when to speed up, when to slow down. The other thing that that I would tell you is that it's important for, um, you know, a team to understand, you know, what they're off to go do, but not necessarily all the details about how it's going to be done. A digital transformation initiative is probably there's going to be a lot of learning throughout there, the team has to be very Agile, learn, adapt as they're as they're going through. And I can tell you that every good project I've been on has always ended up a little bit different than what we thought it was going to be in the beginning. But the important thing is that did it deliver the business value? Yes. Did it exceed the business value? You always want it to, right? So it's it's important to kind of you know keep. Uh, you know, your eye on the bullseye from, from that standpoint and not get caught up on, uh, you know, at, at an executive level of all the how it's gonna be done, but understand and engage them from a risk, from a mitigation standpoint. And are we still working and and, and approaching to achieve what we're uh, off to go do from a mission standpoint?
0: So. I've got uh, I've got one more for you guys and and I'll throw it out to both of you but Pat maybe I'll, I'll throw it out to you first uh, especially since I know as, as a colleague now this is this is entirely what you focus on um, how have you positioned value in order to gain broad support for a transformation
2: yeah I mean it, it's there's definitely different views of value you've got your financial which is your you know, a lot of people think financial only but there's a lot of other type of values you've got to focus on what's important to the to the company? What's important to the leadership? Um, and internally, depending on who you're talking to, you've got to touch on their key points. So is it, um, you know, growth in a market? Is it profitability in a market? Is it cutting costs in a market? What are the what are the value drivers that are important? And you've got to have them all at the ready. And when you talk digital transformation, you've got to be able to point to, here's the different takes on value you're going to get. Some are bigger than others, but they're all going to be there. So how do you you lay that out? But definitely the value is a front and center. Um, and the ROI, they're going to get out of this approach, this program, because whether it's finance and they want to see a, a return on investment and cash flow returning a break-even point fast or its operations, they want to see cost cutting that hits the targets. I mean, there's you've got to flavor it for the audience, but sell it in as together is so that you, you can't parcel it out and only get your benefit. You've got to go after the whole investment uh, You know, and, and, and lay it out. And to Gary's point, you've got to show the wins along the way.
0: Gary, your thoughts?
1: You know, good projects, every project should always have a, a very clear success criteria established early on. And uh, that success criteria is not just business KPIs, but also um, you know, how do how are we going to ensure that um, the business process that we're we've re-engineered, how do we ensure that 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 is being followed? How do we make sure that, you know, the, the cultural elements that we're uh, working to, to change, how are we going to measure that? Uh, do we need to uh, change the way people are recognized and rewarded in the organization? I can tell you that, you know, anytime that you look at, you know, an orchestrated end-to-end uh, type solution, Just about every organization I've been involved with has always, you know, prior to doing that, recognizes and rewards um, their their team members against, you know, departmental objectives uh, and even individual objectives. And and uh, so you almost have to start breaking that down and say, okay, well, how do we recognize and reward? People's individual contributions across the the broader supply chain. These are very challenging, very difficult things to go tackle. This is where the things that you have to start thinking about when you're starting to change, you know, uh, an end-to-end supply chain uh, and and do these digital transformation initiatives.
0: No, thanks, Gary. Uh, You know, guys, this has been, I think, a, a really great discussion. Let me close it out with just some some thoughts. Particularly from a technology perspective, that's so you know that's where I've spent most of my career, and and Gary, you said something earlier that that just, just stuck in my brain and, and is really close to home for me, which is about how, as an industry, and you know whether you're at uh, you know a manufacturer, retailer, or or like myself in technology, you know I think as an industry we've done a really good job at optimizing within a silo. And certainly from a technology perspective, done a fantastic job, you know, building more and more capabilities and really driving efficiencies in a silo. But in today's world, it's it's about breaking those silos down. When we're thinking about transformation, we need to break down those silos. And one of the interesting things that that you know we're trying to drive um, with our capabilities at, at Blue Yonder is, is thinking more and more from a use case perspective rather than a function perspective. So you know, like you guys, you know, I, my upbringing was supply chain execution. You know, I started in the, in the transportation space, and and you know now spent a lot of time in the warehouse space. But more and more, and certainly, you know, my experience have had a lot of exp- exposure to to planning and replenishment and, and those types of things. But more and more, what we're seeing is is customers are looking for outcomes. They they're looking for end results, and you know value that they're trying to achieve, and the function becomes less important. It's about now a collection of of capabilities that where the the silo itself becomes more less important than the the unification of the workflow and so i i invite you know the audience to to come visibly yonder you know we've we've had great capabilities and history and supply chain planning and execution and our whole mission is about breaking down those silos via a unified platform so on that note, Gary, Pat, thank you very much for your time. I I, hopefully the audience finds a a lot of value out out of this. And my thanks to Freight Freight Waves for for putting this
2: together. And uh, come visit us at blueyonder.com. Thank you very much, everyone.